Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about what type of content you should be creating when you can only blog one time a week. So I think when you look at what Neil's done with Quicksprout initially, Quicksprout, when you're doing it first, Neil, it was only once a week, right? Yeah, it was uh, only once a week, then it went to twice a week, and then three times a week. Cool. So initially, it's the same thing for me. And I think this is probably the same for a lot of people, too, that are, uh, you know, maybe their employee size is less than 10 people or so. They're starting out. They're writing their own content. So what I like to do when, when I'm only writing one piece a week, I try to aim for something that is at least 2,000 words or more. It's something that's in-depth and something that can be uh, seen as evergreen. Because you can't really keep up with you know news publications out there, when you think about, like, I think Elite Daily does, like, I don't know, a couple hundred posts a day or something like that, or, or, or maybe a month, I don't know. It's something crazy. But when you can't keep up with that, you got to think about how you can stand out. And it's writing something that's in-depth. It's doing you know well-researched topics, pulling out data that maybe you have or maybe using you know use of an API like, uh, hrefs or something like that to do like a like a detailed case study but you want to produce something that really stands out and then people that are willing to link to and and share to so that's my my two cents on it um at least for for this first bit the way i look at content marketing especially when you're starting out is you have to figure out a few things it doesn't matter if you're in b2b or b2c the first is you have to figure out who are you targeting and how can you help them so a good example of this is at kissmetrics we're targeting marketers and we want to help um, just generate more sales from their websites. So the content should be revolved around that. The second thing you need to think about is who's your ideal customer? At Kissmetrics, our ideal customer was e-commerce or subscription or SaaS-based businesses that generate $10 million in revenue per year or more. When we focus on writing content that just helped marketers, but also wasn't related or very relevant to our ideal customer, we weren't generating many sales from it. Our traffic was growing, but our sales weren't really going up. Once we learned that, hey, we should write content that helps marketers that are in the subscription, SaaS, and e-commerce space that ideally do $10 million or more per year. So you're looking at problems that these type of companies have and you're writing content that helps them solve it. That's when we started noticing sales and quite a bit of sales and revenue coming from the blog. So not only should you write for your ideal customer and help them out, but it has to be very specific. For example, if you're targeting a SaaS company that's doing $10 million a year or more in revenue, you wouldn't talk about basic posts like how to get your SaaS company up and running. You may end up doing more detailed posts such as how to decrease your churn rate with your SaaS company. Because any company that's doing $10 million or more per year they're probably looking at more detailed metrics like churn. Churn is how many people are canceling each and every single month. So when you're trying to fine tune your blog posts, make sure you're not only targeting, hey, how can I help people, but how can I help my ideal customer and create one really detailed post per week 
has to be super actionable and thorough. Doesn't have to be related towards your product. More so has to be related towards your ideal buyer and be in the same industry as the product and service that you're selling. Eventually, that'll cause you to generate more leads and sales. A good example of this, a couple of examples I'm going to rail off so you can actually take a look. Um, Groove HQ, they did a really good job with their uh, blog when they were starting up. And you know their, their main method of, of growing their traffic customer acquisition was uh, content marketing initially. And they are basically a help desk tool. And they talked about their journey from going from $0 to $100,000 or $500,000 uh, MRR. And he basically talked about all the mistakes they were making along the way, what, what they were experiencing. Um, and, you know, along the way, they, they managed to get a lot of different fans. Uh, and because the experience that they were sharing was unique to them, that's what drew people to, to, to Groove HQ. And he did a really good job of promotion as well. But keep in mind, like, I remember he used to reach out to me. And I think he probably reached out to, like, Neil Heaton and all these people in the beginning to help promote. You have to have something good to promote. And, I mean, if you're reaching out to these people, you know, you have to... You have to have something that sticks out for them to get be willing to to share it. And I didn't even know this guy in the very beginning. I think his name's Alex Turnbull. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think nowadays they, they've shot past that goal um, and they're doing really well now. And I think another example would be one of their competitors. I think it's uh, Help Scout. When you look at the guides that they have on their site, the blog posts that they have, they have one on customer acquisition. They have one on, I think, one on customer success as well. If you Google customer success and then you Google customer acquisition, they're ranking number one or number two. And if you look at the depth of their posts, um, it's because they're really in-depth and they're really well done. Um, and I, I would also suggest, I mean, because you're creating something that's super in-depth, don't forget about something that Neil and I talk about, which is content upgrades. So just Google the keyword content upgrades. If you're creating content, you want to take it one step further, have that content upgrade, right? So people can uh, opt into it, whether it's like a checklist or a PDF, whatever it is exactly. That way you can drive more email signups because emails are still a really good revenue generator uh, today. Neil, anything else to add to this one? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Just make sure you guys are very specific with the type of content that you're trying to produce. Don't go for pure volume, go for relevancy and helpfulness. Even if you're not relevant for everyone, that's okay. The key is to be relevant towards the right people. All right, that's it for today's episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.